Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The radio home of the Buffalo Sabres. From our flagship station in Buffalo, this is the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Visit your local Upstate Honda Dealers today. Here's your host, Brian Cozio. Krebs back to the line. That is in the zone. And a shot scores! Zemgis Gergensen's down in front of the net. And the Buffalo Sabres with 4.38 to go in this third period take a 2-1 lead. Zemgis Gergensen's late goal in the third. A great shift from Gergensen's Robinson and Krebs. Keeping the puck alive. And his third of the year ends up being the game winner. That is our no-go play of the game Brought to you by NOCO, the official natural gas and electric supplier to the Buffalo Sabres. We welcome you in to the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Visit your local Upstate Honda Dealers today. I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for being with us. Thanks to Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray for that exciting play-by-play. We will get to Paul Hamilton. Uh, he is on his way to the Sabres dressing room as we speak to, uh, I'm sure, speak with some happy Sabres as they pull this one out and win back-to-back games for the first time since, wait for it, The end of October and the beginning of November. Yes. October 29th and November 1st. That was the last time the Sabres won two in a row. So it has been over two months since the Sabres can have what we uh, officially maybe can call a win streak. And the opportunity to maybe get themselves back in it is kind of opening. Six in a row at home. And the majority of them against non-playoff teams. So... It's there for them, at least upcoming. They still have a lot of work to do, but tonight's game has to start with the performance of Uko Pekalukanen. 43 saves on 44 shots. Tremendous, including three breakaways. Paul and I talked about it during the intermission. We've talked about it in previous games. Lukanen's improvement this year has come in many ways, but probably right near the top of the list, if not the top, is just how much better he looks on breakaways, and he's not giving these shooters anything. And uh, look at who he made saves on. Crosby, Raquel, Genzel. I mean, these are high-quality goal scorers, a Hall of Famer in Crosby, and he's coming up big for his team to keep this, to, you know, keep them in it. And, you know, Pittsburgh did outshoot the Sabres uh, 44-32, but Lukanen played great. And in the third period, you know, when the Sabres needed something there, the Krebs line came through, I thought, with a really, really nice effort there. Uh, winning that battle with Robinson and Gergensen's, I thought, you know, Krebs wins a battle, takes it to the net, the cycle gets going, and the puck never came back out. And uh, eventually, uh, Gergensen's at the net. Again, the theme we've been hearing, get to the net, things will happen. 
Gergensen's around the net and uh, able to come through there uh, to give Buffalo the second goal. And then Darlene on a wild empty netter, which was a more eventful than we thought. Uh, Jari's headed to the net, and then all of a sudden, Darlene ends up with the puck quickly, and he just turns and fires it down the ice, and Jari dives for it and can't get to it in time. So Darlene getting empties in back-to-back games, now up to 12 on the season. But the Sabres coming through with a 3-1 to victory. Behind again their goaltender. Back-to-back games in which the goaltenders play great. Levi lets in one in Montreal. Lukanen lets in one tonight against Pittsburgh. And, uh, well, they've taken another Pittsburgh shot away. So now we're down to 42 saves for Lukanen. Uh, nevertheless, though, the story remains the same. A great performance. Uh, he is the number one star of this hockey game. Uh, and uh, now Buffalo will open up six in a row at home. Seattle is the first one coming up on Tuesday at 7 o'clock, and, of course, we'll have that game for you right here on the Sabres Radio Network. I mentioned Lukanen uh, being the star of this game. The three stars, Raquel with a goal, is star number three. Gergensen's with the game winner, star number two. And Uko Pekalukanen, star number one. He's our electric player of the game, brought to you by Town Ford. When you think Ford, think Town Ford. We'll get to the locker room here coming up in just one moment. The attendance tonight at PBG Paints Arena, 18,256. And uh, as Paul said during the intermission, some Sabre fans in there tonight, pretty vocal. they got to be going home happy here uh, with the Sabres winning back-to-back games for only the second time this season. And uh, a six-game homestand coming up. Buffalo plays Seattle, Ottawa, Vancouver, San Jose, Chicago, and Tampa Bay on this upcoming six-game homestand. Then they'll finish January going out west, Anaheim, Los Angeles, and then the Sharks again. So that is uh, what the schedule looks like. So of these up nine upcoming games, a lot of teams on the outside looking in. The Sabres, of course, are also on the outside looking in. We don't want to sit here and be naive to the fact that where they are in the standings, but they get a bump tonight and uh, pick up a much-needed two points against a team that they are chasing. Pittsburgh came into the night ahead of them. All right, Alex Tuck gets a goal. He's live with Paul up first. Well, Alex, first of all, let's talk about the star of the game, Uko Pekalukanen. Certainly had a fantastic uh, game for you, didn't he? Oh, it's incredible. I think that was the most uh, just confident, poised I've seen him play in his whole career. I mean, you know, he's got a shutout or two, and but uh, that was just so much confidence. You know what? couple goals against that ended up going back and he didn't get rattled at all he went right back in there made a couple really big saves on breakaways never wavered I thought he was reading the play really well those are guys over there that make some really good plays they do a lot of side to side a lot of little high tip plays plays that are pretty unique honestly they're a really skilled hockey team really veteran hockey team they find different ways to score and he shut them down tonight uh Obviously, I mean, letting up a five-on-three, uh, backdoor tap, and that's that's obviously tough to save. But I thought he stood on his head, and he was one of the biggest. He's probably the biggest reason why we won tonight. Uh, but I think it took all 20 of us. Um, I think everyone was selling out, blocking shots, making plays, hard to play against. I know we gave up some shots, but I think a lot of it was from the outside. You guys talk a lot about getting better every day. I take a look at him, breakaways alone. I mean, how much better he is right now than maybe he was even to start the season. It just looks like he's improved his game quite a bit in season. You know what? I think it really goes unsaid how hard he works in practice. 
on little things like that. He's always doing extra work. He's always out there early. I think both of our goalies do a really good job. He always loves taking the breakaways. He always loves playing two puck, playing rebound, just learning about different shooters, different um, angles, different breakaway, different moves, everything like that. And uh, I think he's continuing to learn about himself as a goalie. He's continuing to gain confidence. And uh, I think right now we have a really good tandem and uh, we're gonna need him down the stretch, especially with his home stretch coming in. Uh, they're gonna be huge for us. We're gonna lean heavily on our goaltending to to uh, give us some momentum at times because it's never gonna be perfect. Uh, our team knows that. and. We're going to continue to learn and we're going to continue to try to be better, but we're going to have to lean on guys uh, like those two. And uh, tonight we were able to, and uh, that gives us confidence. That gives us ability to, um, you know what, to, to be more confident defensively, to maybe take a couple more chances offensively because we know that we're going to get that save. And um, you know what, sometimes we're not going to get that save. And when we don't, we're going to try to work even harder to help him out and help both of them out. Alex, what does it say about this club? You get the tough call, the five on three. And pulling that game out on the road. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I didn't think we wavered. I thought that their next shift, they came out and tried to take it to us right away. And we were able to break their pressure. I think uh, Upi made a big save. We were able to break their pressure, start going down the other end. And uh, Gussie, Krebsy, and Robbie, uh, it was just a heck of a shift all around. A couple good opportunities, playing simple, broke them down mentally, I thought, and just shot from the point. Tip, uh, I don't know. I think Z whacked it in. Um, it was just a hard net front battle. Sometimes it just takes a bouncing puck to go anyway. Uh, but it was a lot of hard work, and I thought we deserved that one tonight. How about getting the, you know, the piano off your back, getting two two wins in a row here finally. Oh, yeah, that was nice. That that feels good, huh? You guys, uh, new narrative. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, I, I I'm sure I'll see a lot of tweets about it. Uh, or I'll see a lot of stuff on the internet. I don't even look for it. It ends up just popping up in my feed somehow, but no, it's good. I mean, uh, it, it, I th think it gives us some confidence, especially a team that's been playing so well to just, um, I don't know, play as a 20-man unit and <laughs> continue to just work for each other. I thought we did that well tonight, and uh, getting that win is huge, especially going into a huge homestand here. I think we're gonna uh, get some excited crowds uh, coming in. Um, we're going to have to play really well against a really good Seattle Kraken team right now. Uh, I watched them in the Winter Classic. They look really good. They're playing really well. They're playing really structured. And we're going to have to try to play kind of a similar way to Pittsburgh. We're going to have to try to be patient, uh, try to outwork them at times, and uh, at all times, honestly, and uh, just go to work. And I think that's what we've been missing lately on a consistent basis, but we're going to do it now. Thanks, Alex. Alex Tuck on the post game, Brian, and we'll stick keep it here as here comes Uko Pekka Lukinen. Uko, obviously, you were very dialed in into that whole game. Uh, how did that game feel to you? Uh, you know, if if you look at the shots, it, it kind of look at me, look a little one sided, but I think we we played really well. Uh, I, don't, I don't think that shots tell the whole story tonight, and I, overall, it was a really good performance from our team. What about breakaways? I mean, three times, they're all three of their top forwards, and you stop them all, and you were completely calm in the crease, and it looked like on all three of them. Yeah, um, they were good reads, and, you know, um, it feels good to make those saves, you know, and, and those those type of games and those type of situations. So, you know, uh, sometimes that happens. There's some defensive breakdowns, but it feels good to, you know, come up with the saves. You guys always talk about getting better. 
that's obviously something you have gotten quite a bit better at and and you've worked at it i mean what what have you done even in season here to make yourself better on breakaways just overall when i you know have talked about what, what made me a better goalie maybe it's uh, keeping my feet a little bit you know more together and playing my chest more up and you know i, I think that's overall you can it's it's been showing up in my game and you know it kind of shows up in the breakaways too so uh, I think those are, you know, a couple of things which have improved. They scored two goals that got disallowed. I mean, the building's going crazy. How do you kind of mentally reset from the from those goals that don't count? I, I mean, I, I think both teams saw that they were, you know, of course the offside is clearly offside, and you know that's why there is a coach's challenge that you can challenge those. And same same goes to the second goal. You know, he hits or you know clips my, uh, you know, uh, head there. So you know, it's I, I feel like you know everybody can understand that if you kind of. Uh, trying to catch something and somebody you know hits you in the head, it kind of makes it you know a little tough. So, um, I, you know, I, I think everybody understood that there were good challenges by us, and you know they were great calls and our right calls uh, from the referees. And you knew right away, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't know from the offside, but the other no, one. The other one. Yeah. yeah, the other one. Once I saw it, I knew that it should be called back, and you know, I, I think it was a great call by the you know our coaching team. What's it like to win two in a row here finally? It feels good. Um, I, I feel like also like it feels good that those have been games where we have, you know, uh, allowed only two goals. Uh, you know, Devin played really well in Montreal, and we played, uh, you know, defensively. We played well too. So, you know, I think there's uh, you know a lot, lot of positives to take away. What's that going to do for your team now? Now that you're into 2024, you need to go on a streak, and you and Devin both are now coming off a couple of good games, and. Both of you seem to be rounding into your game. That's obviously going to help this team try to get on that streak, isn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, you know, we both want to play. That's you know, we both know that. Uh, but uh, we we also know that you know we we want to win win as a team. So you know, uh, it's it's great to get those chances for for both of us. And he he has been playing great, and because that I got a good game too. So you know, we're really excited to keep going. Has he brought out the best in you, Devin? Yeah, you know, I can learn a lot from him. You know, he's a really, really dialed-in goalie, really technical goalie. So there's a lot to learn, learn from him. So, you know, but I feel like overall, when when you have two good goalies, it helps both of them. So, you know, it's it's been great to work with him. Thanks, Uko. Uko Pekka-Lukin in the post game. Brian, back to you. All right, Lukin in first star in this game. Uh, they've changed the shot totals again. Forty-one saves now. Back to Zemgus Gergensen's with Paul. Uh, it was just simple, you know. Uh, I mean, Robbie plays simple. Uh, uh, same with Krebsy plays hard. So, I mean, that was just a simple hard shift. Uh, try and get bucks in the net and uh, crash in that and wind up scoring. What does it mean to you to not only score that goal, and it's been a while since you've been out injured, but you were in the middle of the five on three. You got one of the penalty calls and had to sit in the box and watch that whole situation. Yeah, you know, it's, it's tough anytime you're, you're in the box, and uh, especially when it's a five on three on a one nothing game. And uh, I think our PK did a great job to uh, kill it till the whatever 10 seconds was left. So, uh, I mean, they probably saved maybe another chance for them to get a crack at it. So that was a big shift in the, in the game. Is that one of those things where you get rewarded for going to the net? Because not only you, but you're both there. And you both go to the net. It has to be nice to be rewarded for doing the, the dirty stuff like that. Yeah. You know, sometimes you can go there, uh, go there, go there, and uh, nothing's going to happen. But uh, Eventually, something's going to go in, and uh, uh, yeah, it's nice to uh, get rewarded for the, uh, being in there. How crazy and weird a game was that? The two goals disallowed, called back, then they call the five on three on you guys. I mean, it was a lot of chaotic things going on out there. 
Yeah, definitely a little unorthodox game uh, in, in that scenario. Uh, but the guys uh, kept with it, stayed focused, and uh, uh, played pretty much the right way throughout. What was it like to see Lukanen play the way he did and stop the breakaways that he did? No, oh, great. Uh, yeah, he came up uh, big for us uh, many times. Uh, breakaways definitely uh, probably something we uh, look at and clean up. But uh, uh, he came big today. I mean, he made what 45 saves yeah. or something. So uh, he was the big reason for the win. Why was the penalty kill good tonight? Uh, yeah, they had a five on three. It took them a minute 52 to do it. And I thought the minute 52 before that, you guys did a nice job. Why was the penalty kill good today? Uh, just staying tight. I think uh, teams like this uh, with so much skill. Uh, Sometimes if you uh, run around too much, they'll uh, they'll use that. So uh, the guys did a good job of staying tight and reading the plays, and the puck eventually comes to you. Thanks, Zemgus. Thank Zemgus Gergensen's on the post game. Brian, back to you. Thank you. All right, Zemgus, thank you, Paul. Zemgus Gergensen gets the game winner uh, with under five to play, his third of the year. Put Buffalo up 2-1, and then Darlene into the empty net gives the Sabres a 3-1 to victory. Our blue and gold locker room reports brought to you by Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center. Early detection of cancer is our goal. Get in the game at roswellpark.org. This is the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame. Brian Colziel with you. 3-1 Buffalo beating Pittsburgh. Six-game homestand starts on Tuesday at Keybank Center with the Seattle Kraken in town. 7 o'clock puck drop. We'll have it for you right here on the Sabres radio network. Don't go anywhere. Don Granado is going to be meeting with Paul and the media in just a moment. So we'll get to that. We'll get Paul's take here. Uh, But while we wait, let's get in some final stats brought to you by Level Financial Advisors, helping you retire better. Visit levelfa.com. The shot totals have gone from 45 to 44 to 43, now down to 42. So 42 for Pittsburgh, 32 for Buffalo. Power plays. Penguins get one there just at the end of the five on three. They go one of five. Uh, Buffalo 0 of 3. Uh, Lukanen gets the win. 41 saves now. Jari the loss, 29 saves. Raquel is star number 3. He had a Pittsburgh, he had the lone Pittsburgh goal. Gergensen's star number 2, the game winner. And of course, Lukanen, star number 1 in front of 18,256 in Pittsburgh tonight. Some other individual stats. Clifton, Thompson, Skinner, and Samuelson, and Tuck, all plus 2s in this game. Tuck, and Eric Johnson lead the team in shots. They had four apiece in this game. In terms of ice time, Rasmus Dahlin led the way 24-11 on 31 shifts. Uh, a couple of guys putting their bodies on the line tonight. Greenway, Samuelson, and Dahlin all with three block shots. And uh, some hitting for the Sabres in this game, too. Tuck credited with four. Clifton with four. Henry Yokiharyu credited with four. So there are some of the individual stats here in game number 40. All right, Don Granato now, live with Paul. Don, if we could start with uh, Uko Pekalukin and some greats. I mean, he had three breakaways on three of their better players. Just it seemed like he was really dialed in tonight. Uh, he was, and uh, obviously uh, Devin had a great performance the other night. They've been they've been good. They, uh, it, you know, we've, the way the schedule is, you can give these guys a little rest, they can rise, and uh, he certainly did for us tonight. What do you think about the fact that you've had a lead for 45 minutes, that five on three happens, you give up the tying goal, and your team goes out and takes takes the game back and doesn't sack? Crazy, uh, lots of events, but you know, and I've said it for, for weeks now, it's a mentality. Talked about some mojo, some swagger, and, and the fact that we didn't have that, and we played with fear. And uh, tonight, you don't come through that game uh, unless you have that, that swagger, and 
and fearlessness. And um, you know, even even the start, he had two goals. Uh, obviously, they weren't goals, or they weren't allowed because one was offsides and the other was a goaltender interference. Clearly, uh, but you got to block it out, and we were able to block that out. Upi was able to block that out. Uh, and just continue doing what he did, and and that's a mental toughness that uh, we need, a mental toughness we have not had. Uh, could you talk about your staff that has to work very quickly to, to let you know if you need to challenge or not, and talk about how that works and how they, the type of job that they do for you? Yeah, it is tricky sometimes, I and mean, even at home you get a better, sometimes you get a better camera angle uh, or a better look or a better close-up with the, all the cameras and, and, and things that they have in the truck. Um, that the producers have so it's tricky uh, and those guys do a very very good job uh, in a very short time and they nailed it tonight uh, within seconds um, after that so they're watching every entry uh, regardless of whether it's in or not and uh, there's probably three or four average offsides a night anyway uh, that you're prepared ahead of time uh, if, if it did end up in your net in those cases uh, and then the goaltender interference Mike Bales is up top as well Whatever camera angle he can get at that point upstairs uh, helps helps significantly. Uh, but there's a group of them, uh, Justin White leading the way, uh, that do a very, very nice job for us. And on both of them, it was pretty instantaneous, I assume, on both of those plays. It was. It was really simple for me. They threw the, uh, the shot uh, at my feet there, and it was uh, absolutely, you got to challenge both of those. It was obviously the offside was clear as, as day. And I think, you know, Opie getting hit in the head was pretty clear, too. So I think those were easy ones for everybody involved today. As far as, as, far as the P.E.K.K.A. goes, I mean, he looked very calm and poised. Can you just explain what you saw from him and not just a little movement? Yeah, obviously he's a big guy and he takes up a lot of that. I mean, they're, they're, they're a predictable, consistent team. That's why they're good. They're, 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 you know, they're consistent in what they do, and that lends predictability. So, obviously, tonight you knew they wanted to throw any puck they could at the net. They scored lots of goals on the backside of the net, tips off bodies on the backside of the net. Uh, and Upi was very well prepared for that, very comfortable with that, as were our D. So, um, you can minimize it, but when they want to throw pucks to the net, you've just got to be better than a net front. And Upi stood very tall for us there. How about your overall penalty kill? I mean, it, they got a five on three, but it took them a minute and 52, and I thought. In that minute 52, you guys did a pretty nice job. I mean, talk about maybe your overall penalty kill tonight and what you thought. Yeah, two things, and I've said it for a month. Uh, work ethic, compete, tied in together, and, and your, your psyche, um, you know, determined, uh, confident, just a little bit of swagger, you know. Yeah, we haven't had it. And uh, you, you cannot cower in those situations, and we didn't tonight. It was uh, our guys were ready to be aggressive when necessary. We had multiple clears. We had, you know, races to puck battles, whatever it was. Uh, you're, you're sharp. You're mentally sharp. Your psyche's good, and uh, that was nice to see. Obviously, that's a challenge for every team every day. Uh, but we're healthier. It's it's pretty simple. When you look at us, we're, we're healthier. Everybody in this league's a different team when they're healthy, and a different team when they're not healthy. And we need to take advantage of the fact that right now it's the healthiest we've been all year. Don, I believe you guys can't get anywhere without a long streak here, but gone two months without even winning two in a row. How important is this hurdle to clear and get that out of the way so you can potentially go forward? Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, the two months, we, we know nobody likes it, um, but it, it's over. It's done. It's in the past. You can only control that next day. Our focus today was today. Um, you know, everything behind us is baggage. It is. You can't bring anything forward. You can't bring a win forward. You can't bring a loss forward. Bring a loss forward, you're dwelling on it. You're, you're, you're 
you're you're not you're, you're not in a good spot spot for the next game. You bring a win forward, you're a little bit too comfortable going. So we just have to keep reset and get back in the moment. And uh, you know, we talk about the goaltenders. Just be fresher. You're fresher. You're healthier. Uh, you, you can peak perform, and we need peak performance. About practice on Friday, you insisted that things are going to be right, and if they're not, we're going to do it again and keep doing it. And it seemed like they responded for you. Practice time is huge, obviously. Um, you know, something we hadn't had in, in, you know, from mid-November through December, we just didn't have practices. So we've had about four or five real good practices in the last uh, eight, nine days, and that makes a difference. You, you just you, you guys move up and down the rink together. You can you can break things down. You can stop. You can talk about things. Obviously, you can design drills that you need. Uh, areas that you're, you're having trouble and lacking, and um, it, it obviously it, 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 it helps. It's helped us in the past all the time, and it's helped us here today. How happy are you for Zemgus? I mean, he's been through a lot, and got a huge goal on you know, his hometown. Yeah. You know, uh, Zemgus was great. That line was great. Um, you know, they, they didn't play a lot, but they were sharp when they played. They provided a lot of energy, and, and obviously an enormous goal uh, in the third period. Um, traffic at the net, simple play to the net. We talked about it a lot. When you're, when you're uh, willing to work, you're willing to go to the net. You're willing to put pucks to the net, and uh, that's how goals happen. And uh, they get rewarded for a lot of work. And nice to see them just get rewarded like that. Thanks, Coach Don Grenard on the post game. Brian, back to you. Okay, Paul. We'll hear from Paul in just one moment. Here, there is the Sabers head coach, and uh, yeah, a lot there to dissect. But he says they're healthy. Both goalies can be rested. That helps up for them. The schedule sets up nice. Uh, the challenges were great. And, you know, that, the word swagger we heard multiple times. Okay, back to Paul here for a couple of thoughts here on our Upstate Honda Dealers postgame. Paul, uh, Lukanen comes up big. Back-to-back games where the Sabres goaltender ends up being the number one star. Oh, absolutely should have been. I mean, let's be honest. He did steal him a game. Now, there are some things they did well in that game, like penalty kill. Um, they stuck with it when they did get scored out in the five-on-three and found a way to get that second goal to win a hockey game. And they did it the way you're supposed to score goals, which they don't sometimes always do. But not only did you have Zemgus Gergensen's there, you had Robinson there, both at the net. And then you get Samuelson putting the puck at the net. Guess what happens? You get a dirty goal, and now you win the hockey game. So, uh, you know, it's, it's just... Uh, you know, they, there, there certainly was, there certainly was um, work, work ethic in that game. There's no question about it. They did get hemmed in a couple of times because of long shifts. I think the Penguins, quite honestly, they got a little frustrated with Lukanen. You know, I, I, I think they, uh, they thought to themselves, you know, are we ever going to beat this goaltender? We're putting pressure, you know, we're getting pressure on him, but we can't get anything by him right now just the way he was playing. And Granado mentioned that when Levi and Lukanen are well-rested, they can both play really well and said that the schedule, Paul, sets up nicely for this now because there's no back-to-back games this entire month other than one time, and that's in the final week with Anaheim and L.A. So if they want to alternate or keep these guys fresh, they're going to have the ability to do so. Oh, I, I totally agree with the goaltender rotation, I think. Until somebody really, really takes the job and the other one kind of falters, I think, why not? I think it works well for the Boston Bruins. Um, and, you know, they're both coming off a couple of good games. That's Lukanen's third good game in a row. Levi's coming off, too. And, uh, you know, so I, I definitely, you know, 
A lot of people were upset because Levi wasn't playing this game because he was the, quote, hot goalie. Well, in my opinion, one great game is not the hot goalie. I mean, uh, they both. I mean, if you want to look at it that way, they both were the hot goalie. They both were coming off a great game. And uh, I think the rotation is the way to go, definitely. Paul, they have yet to win three in a row all season. We know this is only the second time they've put together two in a row. Uh, to get back in this race officially, they're going to have to get win streaks. And now six in a row at home, and the majority of them against teams that are out of the playoffs. So on paper, it sets up for them to have that opportunity. Yeah, it does. And, uh, you know, they uh, – and Don Granado really does look at it this way. It's Tomorrow now is the next thing. You can't look back at the win. You can't look back at the loss. you got to look back at what are you going to do tomorrow to get ready to play Seattle? And then what are you going to do on Monday to get ready to play Seattle? You can't it's, – it's too overwhelming if you look at the whole thing. You just have to look at it. If you can compartmentalize and get it one day at a time, that's going to be good. And, unfortunately, I'm going to have to wrap it up with you, Brian. So we will talk yep. to you on – what is it, Tuesday? Tuesday against Seattle. Paul, great work tonight. Thank you. All right. Take care. Okay, Paul Hamilton live at PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh. Sabres with a 3-1 to one victory in front of over 18,000. And as Paul mentioned, some Sabre fans there uh, in that game. But Lukanen coming up big, first-star honors. Uh, he leads the way. All right, for all of our local affiliates, we're going to say goodnight to you. If you want to keep listening to the post game, go to WGR550.com or on the Odyssey app. And for all of you on WGR, more Upstate Honda Dealers post game coming up. Sabres win it, 3-1. to one. We'll have highlights, stats, scores, standings update, tweets will be coming in here at Brian WGR. Feel free to send me your thoughts uh, as the Sabres get it done in Pittsburgh. 3-1 the final. I'm Brian Colziel. This is the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Players on the right side of the puck here. Malkin trying to pull his way around Johnson, but Johnson locked him to the ice. Oh, hit him hard. Yes, he did. Dan and Rob on the call there. Our Clinton collision hit of the game. Clinton collision. We're there when you need a repair. Welcome back to the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. I'm Brian Colziel. 3-1 Sabres. We'll see how Buffalo did in the standings here uh, in just a moment. But let's get to our save of the game now. And it's brought to you by your Upstate Honda dealers. To see the exciting all-new Honda lineup, visit your local Upstate Honda dealers today. Well, some big-time saves from Uko Pekka Lukan, including this one. Not a breakaway. 
Raquel will play it to the wing. Now up the middle of the ice. It's a chance for a save on Crosby made by Lukanen. Crosby all alone, and Lukanen got the better of that one. Crosby stopped there, then later on Raquel, and then again on Gensel. Three breakaways. All those are save of the game today. Again, brought to you by your upstate Honda dealers. All right, so Lukanen ends up with the first star. Again, they keep changing the amount. 41 shots now for the Pens, so he has 40 saves in the game. Let's get to our scores, and then we'll update you on the standings here. The score is now brought to you by Alex's Place in Batavia. Oh, man, now I want ribs. All right, so finals. A lot of finals here. Here we go. Philadelphia by one over Calgary, 3-2. to two. The Flyers right now are wild card number one with 46 points. Florida doubling up Colorado, 8-4. to four. The Panthers are two back of the Bruins in the Atlantic for first. They are playing great. Boston keeping pace. They beat Tampa 7-3. Toronto winning in San Jose by a score of 4-1. to The Leafs are in third right now in the Atlantic. Five behind the Panthers, seven behind the Bruins. Other finals. Minnesota in overtime wins in Columbus 4-3. Shootout win for the Canadiens. That's bad for the out-of-town scoreboard for Buffalo as they maintain a one-point lead on the Sabres with a 4-3 win over the Rangers. Vancouver beating New Jersey 6-4 in Newark. All right, now to the games that are going on right now. Carolina and St. Louis are tied 1-1, 7-0-9 to go in the third period in Raleigh. Down in Dallas, the Predators have a 4-2 lead on the Stars, 12.5 to go in the third. Uh, And then the games out west that are just underway, uh, Edmonton and Ottawa scoreless, as are the Islanders and the Golden Knights. NFL quickly... Steelers get a win, so they can't help out the Bills clinching a playoff spot. 17-10 in Baltimore. So Pittsburgh hoping for either a Jacksonville or Buffalo loss. The Bills would have gotten in with a Steelers loss. The Bills can get in tonight if the miracle happens, which is a tie between the Texans and the Colts. And, well, wouldn't you know it, it's tied right now in the third quarter. 14-14 between the Colts and the Texans. That one in the third quarter, 7.28 to go. Who knows? You never know. A tie puts the Bills in, as it would for the Steelers. So both of those teams are rooting for a tie. Uh, tomorrow, the early game that everybody will be watching here in Buffalo, Jacksonville at Tennessee. If the Jags lose, that puts Buffalo in. If the Jags win, well, then we get to the win-in-lose-out scenario down in Miami. 8.20 kickoff. You'll hear it right here on our flagship WGR and along many of these same stations on the Buffalo Sabres radio network. All right, so there is your look at the scores. We'll get you a couple of big four college hoop scores for you now. Uh, unfortunately, both of the teams locally playing in action on the men's side losing today. St. Bonaventure losing at Richmond 65-54. They dropped to 10-4 and on the year. And uh, Buffalo can't start the MAC season 2-0. They fall to 1-1 in the MAC. They lose at home at Alumni Arena 82 to 77 to Western Michigan. The Bulls announced that Turner Battles number 11 will be retired in February in their game against the Zips. So congratulations to Turner Battle. All right, there we go. Scoreboard. Bandits, by the way, victorious tonight. They beat Colorado down at KeyBank Center. So maybe some of you uh, at home in your car, or maybe some of you in your car right now coming home from KeyBank Center from that Bandits win. You got a Sabres win here as well to enjoy tonight. A 3-1 win over the Penguins. Okay, what does that mean when uh, to uh, what does that yeah, mean when? What does that win mean in the standings? Well, the Sabres in game 40 are now 17-19 and 4, 38 points, 6 back of the Devils who right now are holding 
that final playoff spot. In between them, Tampa with 43, Washington, Pittsburgh, Detroit with 42, and Montreal with 39. Below the Sabres, Columbus with 35, and Ottawa with 28. Your look at the NHL standings, brought to you by Native Pride and Tall Chief Cigars. Stand tall with Native Pride. All right, let's read some tweets at Brian WGR. Anthony says, as always, Zemgus plays like the one that we hope everyone else does. Simple, hard shift, crash in the net. We end up scoring. Yep, I agree on that. Uh, Buff Sports Guy says, Brian, how does Raquel get the third star as a minus three? Tuck got the first goal and is a plus three. Ridiculous homer choice. Well, it's probably right. A minus three. But he scored Pittsburgh's only goal. Remember the home team picks, so don't read too much into the three stars. Just, you know, the home team controls it quite a bit. It happens in Buffalo, too. So uh, just letting you know about that. Uh, Gergensen's again on his game-winning goal. Uh, More coffee says need more of that. Yes, going to the net. That is something that you think uh, the Sabres really have improved on as of late. Uh, Let's see here. Others. Uh, (laughs) I like this one. Uh, Princess Goalie says, quote, we. And then the the love face uh, emoji. Uh, On UPL, talking about the duo with Levi, saying we both want to play. We both want to win as a team. He's been playing great. We're really excited to keep things going. So, yeah, I think right now, I mean, you know, Paul's comparison of what Boston's doing with Swayman and with Allmark, um, obviously the Sabres maybe a winning success isn't anywhere near what those two are at right now. But this every other game sort of thing, if they continue to play great, it can set up that way. The Sabres have days off in between their games every single time during this six-game homestand, which will start Tuesday against Seattle. Um, Darth says, Brian, good win. I'm still not getting my hopes up for a playoff or to start of the season that hurt that start of the season hurt them tremendously. They can't start off poly and then get going in the second half of the season. Expect them to make the playoffs. I would agree. They still have a long hill to climb. Uh, let's see here. CJ 78 says number 50, number 19, number 28. That's Robinson, Krebs and Gergensen's had a great game. Speed, physical, chipped in with huge goal. I would agree. Patrick says 2024 is the year. <laughs> That's right, Patrick. 2-0 are the Sabres. Thank you for the tweets. Those are our ServePro first response from the fans. ServePro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy responds first and faster to any size disaster. And what did Don Granato say? His team is healthy. Got to take advantage of it now. I would agree. Only Kyle Oposo is out. He's out with a lower body injury uh, week to week. But other than that, this team is very healthy. The healthiest they've been all year, for sure. Top six, top nine now. Kind of set. You got Thompson, Tuck and Skinner. You got Cousins, Paterka, and Quinn. You've got Middlestat with uh, Benson and Greenway. And then that fourth line coming through big, as we just mentioned there, Gergensen's, Krebs, and Robinson. So uh, we'll see if the Sabres can knock on wood there, stay healthy uh, relatively. Injury report brought to you by Losi and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. All right, so I'm going to go see if we can root on a tie here in this Colts-Texans game. Late third quarter right now, just about five to go. Uh, it's Houston 14, Indianapolis 14. Evan, is that game on one of our – is that game on WBEN? Yes, that, ga- that game's on our okay. sister station, News Radio 930 WBEN. Okay, perfect. So if you want to listen to that game, if you're in your car listening to post game, or if you're coming home from the Bandits game uh, from KeyBank Center, uh, you can flip over 
to our sister station, News Radio 930 WBEN, for Texans Colts. And, uh, of course, we'll have coverage all day long here tomorrow on WGR for the Bills and the Dolphins. Um, if Jacksonville wins at 1 o'clock, my goodness, the nerves that will be going into the, that one tomorrow night down in Miami with the win and you're a two-seed and lose and you're out scenario, I mean, that is going to be nerve-wracking for sure. One of the many adjectives we could throw in at that point. So uh, enjoy that coverage. When is our next broadcast? Well, it'll be Tuesday. Sabres will start the first of six in a row at home. Seattle, Ottawa, Vancouver, San Jose, Chicago, and Tampa Bay, all on the schedule upcoming. But it'll be the Sabres and Kraken Tuesday at 7. I'll uh, be a part of the pregame, which gets going at 6. Uh, Paul Hamilton, of course, will be on the lawn the way, too, live at Key Bank Center. So hope you can be with us then. For now, though, we're going to say goodnight to you. Enjoy the Bills coverage tomorrow. And I uh, want to thank our crew. Back in our Amherst studios, it's Evan DeFasquale, our network producer. Thank you, Evan. Kyle Powell on our social media. Check out the game story, WGR550.com. Paul Hamilton, our reporter. Tom Maddy, our engineer. And for Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray, our game announcers. My name is Brian Colziel. I thank you for listening. Again, the final from Pittsburgh. Sabres 3, Penguins 1. Buffalo winning two in a row. Can they make it three? We'll see Tuesday. Sabres and Kraken will have it for you right here on the Sabres Radio Network. Thanks for listening. Good night, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.